This is Barbie Jo, and you are listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. This is a show for busy moms and families where we talk about household order and function. We'll discuss tricks of the trade and systems to improve family life and managing a household. Hello, everyone. Barbie Jo here, and welcome to another episode of Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. Today, I have a special guest for you. I want to introduce you to Mandy. And I just love her philosophy. I'm just going to read it to you. And this is going to tell you all about what we're going to talk about today. So here's what she says. We have one shot to teach our kids to respect their body. And we can't leave that up to the world. It is our job and divine responsibility. I love this. So today, we're going to be talking all about our birthday suit. So let's let's back up a little bit. Mandy, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to this place in life. Hi, thank you for having me. So the birthday suit book, this is something that has been a huge part of my life for a long time. I've been working on this for years and it all started when I was a high school health sex ed teacher. And that was exciting. I got to say that was a lot of fun. (laughs) And then I kind of moved on to my next chapter of life, which was motherhood. And now I don't know how this happened, but five kids later, (laughs) we've gone through a lot. We've learned a lot. And I have so much I've been wanting to share for so long that I've had so many people ask me, how do I teach my kids about sex? I know you're excited about doing this and I know it's not scary for you to teach me. So I'm finally doing this. My book launches in a few weeks, and I am so, so excited about what it's going to do for parents and for families. Yay! I'm so excited that you're producing a tool for parents to have in their back pocket because this is a touchy subject. I know a lot of parents tend to avoid the subject or really not go into full depth. My kids, I have to admit, they've asked me, Mom, where do babies come from? And I give them very vague very basic answers. And I'm sure they're going to go find those answers somewhere else if I don't give them to them. So I think this is really cool. Really cool. Okay. So why do you think parents need this book? So as someone who has been looking forward to teaching my kids about this, I mean, I tried to find resources with, you know, good anatomy pictures with I, I mean, I needed my own resources to use to teach. You can't just use words. You need to have resources when teaching a subject effectively. I could not find anything that was neutral enough, that had enough content, that was, you know, simple that I could use to teach. I would use my giant, like 500 page anatomy book and I would use that to show them everything. But it was just so detailed with, you know, 50 different tags of, you know, anatomy features on there. And it was just too much for a little kid. So I just knew I had to create something that one was neutral, that could um, appeal to any family, no matter what their religious or political background was, that just had just the facts and that the parents could incorporate their own family values. And that's what I've done. And I'm just so absolutely proud of it. It just, from the pictures to the the way that the family can incorporate their family values. It is absolutely beautiful. Oh, I'm so excited to see this book. Okay. So tell us, how can learning about the body strengthen a parent-child relationship? Because it's an awkward conversation. 
Okay, yes. And this is what I'm so excited to tell and to help parents understand this. So when I was teaching high school, I taught 36 kids at the same time. And they're all in front of me. I'm teaching this content. And I wish I could just explain how much of a bond you can create when you're talking about something as special and as relevant as a body. And these kids, I was able to develop this deep, strong relationship and they trusted me and they would come in. I would, I don't, my husband would always say, how was lunch? And I was like, I don't eat lunch, honey. You know, I don't because my lunch is full of kids in my classroom talking, asking questions, not just about the lesson, but about life. So I realized you can truly create this untapped bond with a child when you are someone that they can trust, they can talk to about something as important and huge in their life as, you know, their body. So I've seen this with my own children. I know they can come to me and ask me who knows what, and they are comfortable with it. And I I just want parents to understand there is untapped bonding potential when you talk about this topic with your children. There really, really is. I love that. That is such a cool way to look at it. So it's not a scary thing. It's going to be a great, beautiful thing. And the way that it's not scary is I have, I have taken away all of the guesswork. Like in the book, I lay out like a lesson plan, like say this, teach this, show this picture, now ask this question. And it's a complete guide on every topic. And it's not just one lesson. It's a lesson for every year on their birthday that you can share with your child. And it's, I, we call ours the birthday suit talk. So it's a lesson for every year of their development that builds and it grows. And it just, it makes it so simple. So it's not scary. It's, can you tell I'm excited? I really yeah. am excited about it. It's going to help so many families. <laughs> yes. I, I'm excited to get this book. I have kids in every phase of life. And so I'm excited to have this resource. I mean, just the other day I said, Hey, to my husband, I'm like, Hey, did you, have you had this talk yet with our son? And he's like, Oh yeah, kind (laughs) of. You know what? This is huge. Like a game plan for parents. Like you're going to be on the same page because you're going to know what's going to be taught that year. And then here's a question for you, Barbie. Have you taught the same as you taught your first child to your youngest child? Oh, definitely not. No, because no. we're going crazy. Like the, the older our kids get, the more we go crazy. I can't remember <laughs> what I've taught who or your husband or what. Yeah. Like this just keeps the consistency through all the children, a game plan from between husband and wife. And you know, if grandparents are involved too, like this is what's going to be taught this year. This is what we're covering. That's really great. And I love that it's like age appropriate. Yes. Um, from the content to the images, the drawings. I worked so hard with my artist to create drawings of anatomy, of children anatomy that is respectful, that is simple, that is not something that's going to make you or your child feel uncomfortable. Very cool. I love that. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Why then do most teenagers, they're typically clueless about their bodies <laughs> and sex. Why is that? They really are clueless. And you would think, how can they be clueless when there's so much junk out there, you know, all over the place from pornography to, you know, everything on social media? They still don't know. And I promise you, they don't. (laughs) Like, let me give an example that I share in the book. One of my students, he was 
I'm pretty sure he was a very sexually active kid because I would see him making out in front of my class with his girlfriend every day, of most most days. And it was not, you know, a gentle, this was intense. And I'm like, okay, these guys, they are very, very involved. It was extremely obvious. So this kid loved to ask questions in class. And I knew anytime he rose his hand, I was like, okay, this is going to be good. Well, this one time he rose it really slowly. And I was talking about ovulation and how every month a girl releases an egg. So he raises his hand really slow and he's like, um, so Mrs. Nuttle, so like a girl, she, uh, she releases an egg like a, like a chicken. I'm like, oh no, 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 buddy. (laughs) This poor kid who I know is very, very, very aware of his girlfriend thought that she squatted down once a month and laid an egg. Oh wow. Like, no. I mean, they, they think they know. They do not know. And many, I'm sure if his parents were to say, Hey, let me sit down and teach you about this. He'd be like, Oh, I got it. I got it. Don't worry. No, like they really don't know. And they need to be taught basic you know, anatomy and physiology. Another example that just breaks my heart is I was talking to this girl. She was a senior. She wasn't in my class. Um, and she was asking me about the appearance of her vulva and she thought that she was deformed. And I was asking her basic questions and she, I was like, have you ever seen like an anatomical picture of, you know, what a normal vulva is to, you know, compare to why you think you're deformed? And she's like, uh, not really. I'm like, what do you mean? You're a senior in high school. Wow. And she said, well, you know, in health, they didn't, they didn't make it to the end of that unit and we didn't ever get to anatomy. And <laughs> And I'm oh, like, wow. are you kidding me? So this poor girl who what she described was completely normal, just regular labias. And she had grown up thinking that she was deformed because she'd never been taught. And it just Aww. broke my heart. Like, oh my goodness, I wish your parents would have taught you. I wish a teacher would have taught you. Like, yeah, they need to learn this content. Wow. That's so good. And so eye-opening. I had no idea. It's just kind of, think they figure it out, I guess. Wow. They need to be taught. That's our job. I agree 100% that it is our responsibility as their parents to teach them these things. So they're not seeking answers in unreliable places or in dangerous places. Absolutely. If you don't give it to them, they will go somewhere else. Yeah. I have some very close to me who was very curious. She was in her prepubescent stage of life and she was, she had questions and she was too embarrassed to ask her mom or dad. So she went to the internet Mm -hmm. and started just typing in things to find answers. And before you know it, she had developed a pornography addiction out of nowhere, out of just simple, innocent curiosity. And so I think that right there should be our number one reason of wanting to educate our children and have these conversations is to protect them. Absolutely. And it's just, I just don't understand. I mean, for me, I've always loved and really appreciated the body. Like that was my my focus of my education. Like I really did appreciate the body. And I don't understand when people don't teach necessarily, like why? Like what is the reason why you're afraid to teach about the body? Is it the way that you were raised? Is it shame? Is it, you know, some trauma that you had growing up? But our body is something that we carry with us wherever we go and it should be understood and it should be respected. And 
if parents have any reservations on teaching about this, like ask the question, why? Why is that? And do you have to pass on whatever trauma you've had to your children? No, they're not born with your history. They're not born with your insecurities. Like you don't have to give your child that. Like you can be better. So one thing that's really exciting is in the process of writing this book, I interviewed 126 parents and I asked them about how they were raised and about, you know, if they felt their parents did a good job. Now, okay, here, Barbie, is I'm going to put you on the spot. What percentage do you think felt comfortable talking to their parents? I would say it's probably pretty low, like in the 30 percentile. Oh, that'd be nice. No, it was like almost 20%. 20% actually felt comfortable talking to their own parents. Wow. That's devastating. And then even worse, well, 25%, they said they never talked about their body with their parents. Oh, wow. So that just breaks my heart. But the good news is, is that was their experience with their parents. But these people that I interviewed, they were parents and they said, you know, 54% said they are looking forward to these discussions. Okay. So it is getting better. Like people want to, but still that's only 54%. Like we can grow that even more. And my hope is that with each generation that it becomes more normal to talk about something as beautiful and wonderful and incredible as our bodies are. I agree. I agree. And I think it could be to a generational thing because if I mention any words like sex or any anatomical body part in front of like my in-laws, my parents, that generation, they blush, they get embarrassed. They're like, you don't say those things out loud. You know, how dare you? I mean, it should be in an appropriate situation, of course. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's amazing that almost a shame around the subject. Yes. Yes, there is. And and I help parents work through that and to see that when you teach a child about sex, and we're not teaching the children about sex, we're teaching, the goal is to get to lesson nine. The nine-year-old lesson is where we actually teach about penetration. But we talk about sex before that. And if you teach it in a way, let me, here's the secret. You ready? Okay. If you teach it in a way, not the way that you see sex as, you know, love, marriage, emotions, intimacy, not like that. That's not what you teach a child. You go down to the core, basic, basic purpose of sex, which is the act of creating life. And if you look at it that way and you teach from DNA to fertilization to pregnancy to delivery and you teach that content before you even teach about penetration, it's fun and it's exciting because you're creating a person. That's really cool stuff. I love that. And kids respond to it in that way. Yes, when they get older, you can add in emotions and intimacy and things like that. But not be, when you're teaching about like what sex actually, like penetration. So I, I go through that whole process and everything builds, each lesson builds, and it becomes really, really simple and honestly, really fun. That is so great. That is so great. Okay, can you take us through the key principles of the book? Yes, I can. The first one, and this is something that when I interviewed all the parents that most of them said they didn't have, which is quality time. That is just huge to have the quality time. And I'm teaching parents to do this every year on their birthday to have this quality time with their child. And I I teach them, you know, set the time aside, say, okay, Your birthday suit talk is coming up. 
What do you want to do? How should we do this? And so that is just one of the, the best things, quality time. But before that, I'm sorry, I missed number one is consistency. You got to have consistent conversations. It can't just be one conversation like we've been taught, like, oh, the one big sex talk. No, it's consistent communication. And the third one is what you touched on earlier, is to tell the truth. When your child comes to you with a question, you have done something right. They're coming to you. That is great. If you tell them some weird thing, no, they're not going to, they're not going to see you as a source of truth. You got to tell them the truth. Do you tell them the whole truth? No, it depends on their age, but you got to give them facts that are true. And then number four is to make it a memorable experience. And that is with our birthday suit talks, we usually include their favorite treats. We, we have just that one-on-one time and it's a memorable experience for them. Like they know it's on my birthday. I get, we tell my kids, um, it's your birthday suit talk. So it's like a present for your body, like every birthday for the little kids. So again, number one, consistency. Number two, quality time. Number three, tell the truth. And four, make it memorable. I love that. That is so great. Okay, what is the biggest mistake parents make of athletes? So parents of athletes, you are an athlete. So tell us, I know you have a background in volleyball. I do. So yeah, I I played volleyball at UVU and at BYU and have played for years and years after. The biggest mistake, okay, you're you're switching gears on me here. (laughs) The biggest mistake that parents make is they try to be the athlete. They try to do the communication for the athlete. They try to tell them what they are doing and what they're not doing, right? And they try to interject themselves as the athlete. So I was also a coach. Uh, I was a high school head coach and I was a club coach and I did all, I've kind of done all aspects and I've seen, I've refereed and I've seen parents yelling at the referee from the sidelines. As a coach, I've had parents come and advocate for their child. Like as an athlete, you got to let the athlete be the athlete. And parents, your job is to support, to drive, to make sure they are safe. That's pretty much the job of the parent. Um, that, yeah, I have lots to say on that, but, um, let the athlete be the athlete and you be the supporting parent. Okay. Okay. I have to admit, I thought this like tied into maybe the body and like approaching injuries and how to take care of the body and, and that sort of thing and that it was kind of interrelated, which I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. Being aware of your body. Yeah. Um, I have another story about that too. If you have, if you yeah, have time for me to sure. share. Um, so I love my parents. I did not have the best relationship with them when it came to talking to them about my body. And when I was a, a junior or a senior in high school, um, I got bronchitis and I took an antibiotic and I got a really, really bad yeast infection. Really bad. Like so much. I, I, it hurt so bad to go to the bathroom and I could hardly even walk by the end of the week. I didn't talk to my mom because I was scared to talk to her about this. I mean, that's down there. We don't, again, you don't talk about that. Um, so I suffered for a week straight in so much pain. I even faked that I was sick so I couldn't go to school because I couldn't even walk. It was so bad. And when I finally gained the courage to go talk to her, she's like, oh, 
let's go to the drugstore and let's go get a cream. And the next day, not even kidding, <laughs> it got so much better. But I didn't have, I didn't have the confidence to go tell my mom about what was going on with, you know, down there. So that is huge. Like there's going to be things that happen and they're not going to tell you because they're going to be too scared. So do you want that or do you want to be a source, you know, of to help your child not be in pain? So that just shows right there. I did not have the confidence to talk to my parents about really, really important matters. I think that's so good to be aware of, especially in this day, in this world that we live in, that we need to be in tune with our kids and with their needs and and kind of be alongside them as they're progressing through life and learning new things and experiencing new things and and being aware of what they're experiencing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so tell us, when does the book release? All right. October 26th is the day. It's been so long in the making. I'm just about ready to push publish and I am I am so thrilled. Awesome. So you can find the book on my website at thebirthdaysoupbooks.com or on Amazon. And something else that I've done that I've worked really hard on is for parents who are a little nervous about this, I've created a course and they can watch me teach the lessons with their children. And you can push pause and talk about the family values and you know, make it make it customizable to their family. Um, but I, I have a whole membership where you can have access to these courses and, and I can help you and I can be teaching these lessons with you. So lots of really fun things and resources for parents here. Very cool. Now, how can we get in touch with you? On, either on the website or Facebook and Instagram at the handle at the, the birthday suit books and then at the website, thebirthdaysuitbooks.com. Great. Awesome. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for this. I can't even tell you. I think this should be Christmas gifts, stocking stuffer for every parent. (laughs) Please do. It's going to help so much. I love it. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. Don't forget to check out my website at barbiejoe.com. And if you liked this episode, you've got to subscribe. I'd love to have you join me. Bye for now.